talk to the girls in the lunchroom to see if he's a good kid or a turd. Well, you're talking as if you're knowing something about this whole thing. Predictable that we would start that way. Had a lot of tweets and uh, yeah. texts and things saying, yeah. "Hey, how about that?" Because yeah, that's the only soundbite we really had from Pat Fitzgerald. We do have a couple of old sound bites and old clips from interviews we did with him that we could play here that are thirty seconds in length. I'm totally fine with that. Uh, I do feel somewhat bad playing that because. You know, I still don't think Pat Fitzgerald was a turd. That's because I'm kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt that he didn't know everything that was going on. But at the same time, it's a shame. It's really a shame. It's our oh, first uh, show yeah. that we've done since I know. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald was feels playing. like a lot of things have happened. I mean, I got a couple things I want to throw at you. Um, number one, do you remember that he wrote us, if I, memory serves, didn't he write? Yes. We had him on the show. Yeah, he then wrote us a like. It just basically was like, "Go Cats, Coach Fitz." Thanks for having us on. Yes. Thanks for appreciate it. Right. And you and I were so desperate and wanted any love at all. We got it, and from that moment on, we've been Pat Fitzgerald guys, right? Or am I only speaking for myself? No, I mean we've been. I believe we did ask him. Uh, we proposed to him, and we said, "There's a mountain. Uh, would you like to go up there?" Right. And Veronica know. and I are going to get married on top of a mountain. That was thought. That was going to be it. I thought that was going to be it. So that was kind of the first, like, for he really kind of became like our coach, like outside of Nebraska. Like Fitz was our guy, and then he kind of became Welcome. my guy. I'm pretty sure. And I, I've gotten a few tweets from people. When Frost got the old heave ho, and you know you have yeah. the three month long coach search, or it wasn't that long, whatever it was. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we recorded 87 podcasts between from when Frost was fired to when Matt Rule was hired. So you're throwing out all these different coaches. I'm pretty sure Fitz. I think I said at one point Fitz would be my number one guy. Fitz would have been my number one guy. Yeah, I'm and, not even pretty sure. I'm 100% sure that's exactly what you said. And that's not good in hindsight now, but I'm with you. I mean, it's a delicate thing to talk about. I mean, it's it's like, yeah, I guess I can say this with, I hope this wouldn't get me into trouble, but it's like, I find it hard to believe that Fitz was like, hey, guys, make sure you're the freshman. You give him a good whatever, you know, like. Give him a good run. And give him a good run. And after right. practice, hey, captain, seniors, come up here. After practice now, get your masks on. All right. Don't skimp out at all. Get your mask on. Give him a girl. I just like right. that's not to absolve right. him. Like at the end of the day, right. I, I completely understand. Like I feel like we can have we can have those two conversations. We can say like, do we all truly think Pat Fitzgerald was like knew everything that was going on and encouraging? Yeah, I probably don't believe that. But he is the head coach. He's in charge. The buck ultimately stops with him. So, like, those two things can kind of be true. But You get paid a lot of money, right? You get paid a lot of money to make sure things don't happen. And the fact that they did happen, uh, that's one of those things. I mean, there were, like, 11 people who corroborated the 
the allegations, and he also had 11 losses last year. Like, when you lose a lot of games, you're, you, you're very exposed. You're vulnerable to things like this. Not that if he, you know, had gone 7-5, and five, he's not getting canned, but at the same time, if you're 11-1, and one, is that thing coming forward? Is that... Right. I, I don't know, right? I, I don't, don't know. know. Right. Like, we, we've seen it before. What Peterson got... Steve Peterson got fired in a lot of ways because people came forward. Why did they come forward? Because the football team was doing crappily. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's the truth so, about uh, on right or wrong. It's just how it is. And yeah, it's crazy how fast that thing moved too, right? Like, oof. thing moved fast. It was, it, the biggest thing was just, I mean, Pat Fitzgerald is going to get, it's weird because you're having the same conversation of, yeah, he probably should have gotten fired if he, even if he didn't know all this stuff. Is he going to jo- get a job again pretty soon? Yeah. Yeah. He'll get a job. That's what's, so, like, that's what's, but, I know. It's, I don't know. That's and you understand. There's nuance to it. It's like, right. yeah. Would you hire him? Yeah. Should he be fired? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, would you hire him tomorrow? Yeah. You know, it's like, wait, what? What? Yeah. Like, let it go for like he probably he's gonna have a year now, and then someone's gonna hire him. And I don't know if you're if your team, whatever your team is, they hire Pat Fitzgerald in 2025. I think you're probably kind of excited. Yeah, I mean, you, you fire him because he, whether or not he knew or not, he's the CEO, and it happened under his watch. Whether or not he was watching, he he wasn't, but it was under his watch. And then you hire him because, well, he probably didn't know. So how does that make sense? It's amazing. It's amazing. It is. It's true. I mean, imagine if Nebraska had hired Pat Fitzgerald. This stuff comes out. He's the head coach when this stuff's coming out. Could you have imagined that? Right. No. No. I mean, there would have been an investigation. Sure. I, I don't know. I mean, we could go down that whole rabbit hole, but uh, <laughs> to recap, Trev Albert's good hire. Matt Rule, my number one. He's the guy. I still like I still like I still like me some some fits. I wanted fits to get the job. Dang it. I still Not you good. should tweet out, I still think Nebraska should have hired Pat Fitzgerald. Guys, as Trev sift through sifts through the final few candidates, I still am liking Fitz top of the list. <laughs> Isn't it kind of funny Not now sure. though? Like on like hindsight, I, I was thinking about this. Like now that Trev is the AD, it's hard to imagine anyone else other than him being the AD. Like or anybody thought like you know I don't know about him as being the AD. Same thing a little bit with Rule. Like now that he's here, I am like wow I can't believe me and along with some other people were a little lukewarm on on Rule. Now that he's here, he feels like a perfect fit, and it. And it's kind of funny then to think back, like, there was a huge... But, but I guess let me ask you this. Upon hindsight, do you think the the Mickey Joseph fever for him to be the head coach, how real was that? How much was that he was just, like, he was in the chair for a little bit, and sometimes when you're in that chair, it makes it easier to, to think, like, well, yeah, he's there. Might as well keep... You know what I mean? Like, I, I wonder how real that was. I think it was legitimate because there was momentum and you're playing the games and you're winning and it's like, oh, and you weren't winning a lot. And then it kind of fizzled out. You're like, eh, okay, maybe, right, maybe not. But you know, it was like when Bill Stewart was hired as the head coach at West Virginia because, oh my goodness, they just won this BCS Bowl or whatever they were at the time. And uh, maybe we should hire him. And then they did and then it turned into a disaster. But, I mean, he was going to be on the staff. You know, I mean, that means something. I'm still convinced that Rule is going to keep him as the wide receivers coach. And then that unfortunate incident occurred, and 
we all know how then you know then all of a sudden you got to part ways with Mickey and then Nebraska hires Garrett McGuire and like I I'm, I that's my I don't have no inside information on that but that would be my guess. I think he so was going to. Do you still believe they should hire Fitz as the head coach and Mickey as the wide receivers coach? Should I tweet that now, guys? I'm thinking just poll question. Do you like this picture? Fitz, Fitz head coach, Mickey wide receivers I'm, coach. I'm not even going to put it out as a poll question because anyone not listening to this and sees that would be these guys are yeah. ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Um, do you want to revisit a couple? Uh, I got two 25 second clips. Of course. With Austin Fitz. I love I love revisiting things. So yes, let's do it. Okay. All right, here we go. This is twenty five seconds. It it's really cut up. Like we, there's no pauses and stuff, but here we go. I just stumbled upon this today. Northwestern head coach Pat Fitzgerald joining us. You recruited Kyler Reed. What was that recruitment like? It was pretty brief when Nebraska offered, he took it. <laughs> loved him. Loved him on tape. Loved him his, the whole nine yards, and Nebraska offered, and he gave me the Heisman. So <laughs> nice. I've been told no. I'm not going to be that slappy coach that keeps calling home and saying, are you sure? Are you sure? I had those guys recruit me like that. I thought they were a joke. I'm, I'm just, I recruit the way I wanted to be recruited. I love him. Oh, man. That uh, this makes me – this is very uh, – this is tough. It makes me really miss him. Oh, that's looking like it. I'm looking at like an we old, said. Oh. Two things can be the same. Yes, right. he should have been fired, and yes, we still like the guy. Oh my gosh! And for you everyone, know my li- everyone listening, he gave, he gave me the Heisman, and then we're just laughing. Like we, he, no one made us laugh like Fitz. It was pretty brief when Nebraska offered. He took it. <laughs> <laughs> loved him. Loved him on tape. Loved him his, the whole nine yards. And Nebraska offered, and he gave me the Heisman. So <laughs> nice. I've been told no. Nice. No one has ever made me say nice. <laughs> Other than Pat Fitzgerald. You talked over Crawford, and he gave me the Heisman, so. <laughs> nice. Nice one, Fitz. Not even going to laugh at it. I'm just going to say nice. Okay. Nice. Put Crawford, this on a po- he gave me the Heisman, so. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it gets better every time. <laughs> like, one thing I can't stand listening to is old stuff where, like, we were still kind of green in the radio space. And I'm just – if you get a famous person on our coach, they say anything, you're like oh, yeah. laughing. Right. You see this all the time. Like every – any normal person says what he said. You're like, oh, yeah, good one. But he says it. I'm giggling, and you're nice. It was pretty brief when Nebraska offered. He took it. <laughs> <laughs> loved him. Loved him on tape. Loved him his, the whole nine yards. And Nebraska offered, and he gave me the Heisman. So <laughs> nice. I've been told now. <laughs> okay. Maybe this is a poll question. Is, from a comedic perspective, what's a greater compliment? To laugh at a joke or to just say nice to a joke? <laughs> okay, all right. What do we think? Put that down. I mean, I, I that nice is a pretty sincere big nice for me, okay? It's a big nice, big nice. Yards and Nebraska offered, and he gave me the Heisman, so. <laughs> nice. I've been told no. <laughs> That's a loud, big, fat, nice into that microphone. Nice. That microphone was deep into your larynx, your esophagus. When you felt Nebraska offered, and he gave me the Heisman. So nice. I've been told no. All right, I have another clip that we can explore. This is from 2011. (laughs) Uh, So this is. Gosh, he was the coach a long time. This is 12 years ago. This the. (laughs) Nice. I've been told no. Okay. 
We're trending towards this Here's, pod being called nice. Just at at the at the I end know, of the I first know quarter, it should be the good kid or a turd, right? Or nice might be nice at the end of the first quarter. All right, nice is in the lead, but we got three quarters left. How big's that lead? Nice. <laughs> Nice lead. All right, here we go. Pat Fitzgerald is our guest head coach of the Northwestern Wildcats. Is it more difficult to follow up a big win than a tough loss? Yeah, I think it's a huge challenge. That's why I'm happy where we're at right now. <laughs> They've had very emotional wins. Hopefully the fans will be a little hungover from last weekend so we can be quiet. So what you're saying is Nebraska fans are a bunch of drunks. No, and I'm saying if I were there part of that win, I would have party like a rock star. So that about that is a huge win. I guess I'm saying that's what I am. Okay. Did you hear me laughing the entire time? Like, oh, you, this guy you, is the greatest you, you are loving some fits. If there was a Netflix Gosh. stand-up special called Fits, you would give it a thumbs up. Fitzmatchick. <laughs> no. That is that is Ryan Fitzpatrick. We cannot we have already right. we have already you have already married Ryan That's right. Fitzpatrick. That's Fitzmatchick. But this, you met, like the whole Brangelina and all that stuff, like you guys could have yeah. been Pat Fitzmax chick. On your doorstep, like, please wrap I'll your t- feet. Welcome to the Pat Fitzmax chicks. All right, I'm going to put that on a poll. Could they have been the Pat Fitzmax chicks? <laughs> Hold on, I mean, though. I they, don't, I mean, that's yeah. quite, that's quite, Fitz was really letting it loose with us here. Right? He, I mean, of course. It's like Omaha Radio. It's yeah, far like, removed you know from what? Evanston. No one even right. cares about Northwestern and Evanston. So he's like, hey, I'll be on the phone. I'll be on the air with you. I mean, like, whatever you want. Here's the thing, people. To give even more context, keep in mind, listen to us laughing it up. Fitz clearly loves us. And then we get a note from him. How could we have not fallen completely in love with him back in 2011? That was such a nice letter. Nice, nice. So anyway, <laughs> to recap, Pat Fitzgerald. I thought, you know, and your question was a bad question, but what? it got a good answer. Pat Fitzgerald is our guest head coach of the Northwestern Wildcats. Is it more difficult to follow up a big win than a tough loss? Yeah, I, I think it's a huge challenge. That's why I'm happy where we're at right now. It's good. Well, he, they just lost. And you know who won that weekend? Northwestern. Whoa. They beat, they beat Nebraska. That's a... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling that question for me. I don't. I don't really. I'd love. I'm, well, to rebound from a loss or to to have refocus a big yourself win, you know, after a big win. win. Yeah. Okay. Right? I mean, yeesh. You know how hard it was for me to just reset the guest. That was like for me to reset the guest and then ask a question. I was like, can I take a break? Pat Fitzgerald joining us here on the Chicken Nick Show. Take a break. Come back. I'll collect my thoughts and ask a question. <laughs> It was hard for me. Pat Fitzgerald is our guest head coach of the Northwestern Wildcats. Is it more difficult to follow up a big win than a tough loss? I was such a loser. <laughs> Gosh. You know what you were? Turd. Total. Total turd. He's the only guest to ever say the word turd. Turd. Keep it real. When... when Fitz and the crew came to Memorial Stadium in 2011 and waxed that ass. Were you kind of sneaky crunk when Ken Coulter and company came in there and did that thing for that chicken wing? Well, how were you? Were, I mean, were, were you kind of like, hey, you know, hey, this guy, this Fitz guy, I tell you, he's pretty good. But I tell you, 
How many times have we had Pat Fitzgerald on this show? All right. How many times have we had Bo Pelini on this show? All right. Go Cats. A turd. Nice. But that's what he was talking about. He was talking about recruiting. Right. We were talking about recruiting. How do you go about recruiting? He's like, well, you got to talk to everybody. Talk to the girls in the lunchroom to see if he's a good kid or a turd. God, that's a good sound bite there. Hmm. Was that in the really drop-off tournament? The... I don't know if Fitzy made the... Yeah, it was. It was. How did he perform? Do we have any... It was. It was, just... was that on ESPN Classic? I don't know, but what I... It's... I don't think it's a it's the first-round matchup from Good Kid or a Turd with Fitzgerald versus Mitch Light, Electric I... Perkett a lot. Only on it was a t- Chicken It Classic. <laughs> it was a 10 seed. He was a 10 seed. Do you have like the bracket? So I don't like, think he went very far. Do you have like the I old? I don't, but I just, he wow, was you, saved. Oh, okay. A little obsessed. 10. Are we a little obsessed? Have you moved on? You're married to Kelly, Doug. You, Fitz and you, the, the Pat Fitzmax chicks are not happening. You remember what mm. seed he was? That's called someone that has not moved on. Okay. And this is coming from a guy All that right, one, he was ball. my number has one choice. On. Has Schick moved on from Fitz? Yes or no? I don't know. I think it's debatable. Oh, man. I think it's debatable. Can I ask you a question? Uh, Turd. Yeah. Thank you. I'm still trying to get this podcast to be named Turd. Okay. You're, okay. Well, I mean, we're in. I mean, it's, it was early. It was early. When we declared turd. nice, the turd, turd might be making a run here. Nice had to call timeout. Turd cut into the lead. <laughs> what? Turd cut into the lead. You like that <laughs> sentence? I think it's nice. Nice. Quick time out here from the Chicken Nick podcast to tell you about Go Currency. Does your business need easy, competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans for up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. All you got to do, just fill out an application and the currency finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA Currency, pursuant to CFL license. Okay. Should we be – I got a question on the level of pride I should have. So, the, your boy I – I got, of course – I literally just got off a plane, came straight into the pod studio. I was in Vegas for – like 36 hours, had some fun with some high school buddies. I we were If Victor Wimbayama would have been playing, your boy was going to go to Summer League and check out Victor Wimbayama, but they shut him down, so your boy ain't go. But we went to a sports book, me and my friends. What does it say about us that we bet the under oh, no. in the WNBA All-Star game? Do you, need to, do, you need <laughs> to, do you need to reevaluate your life? If you bet, if, if you and your friends... Cool. Make a collective bet on the under in the WNBA All-Star game. Yes or no? No, it shows you It shows you that the women's game has come a long way because you'd never ask that question about the men's game, would you? Right? And what we didn't know, um, what we didn't know, by the way, the game tips off, there's a four-pointer. 
We're like, okay. Is a four-point shot. And they lowered the rim to six feet. Am I, mean, I right? I mean, come on. So we got, I mean, we didn't just uh, kind of miss the undies. We way missed the undies. I think that it was 249. They'd scored like almost 300 points. It was like, yikes. You know what you never want to miss the undies? Turd. Yeah! <laughs> Actually, you do want that to miss. Um. So the over-under was what? 249. <laughs> <laughs> what was the final score? What did it, I, Actually, it wasn't too bad. Was it like 130-something to 115 or something? I mean, you didn't miss it by that it much. Was, it, was, it was not good. I mean, the collective defensive rebounds in that game were like negative 22. I mean, people were not. It was, it was not good. I just did. I was not aware of the fact there was a four point. There were oh four my goodness! Points. It was one forty three to one twenty seven. Two hundred and seventy points. Two seventy. Just just a little off on that. And what you know? What's sad is I was the one that was like, "Dude, guys, guys, under right? We got to right, right? Two forty. That's a lot, right?" And everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." And the game started. And turd. Was, yeah, I was a turd. Turd. <laughs> Talk to Nick in the sports book to find if he's a good better or a turd. Talk to the girls in the lunchroom to see if he's a good kid or a turd. There it is. That's what you're looking for. Oh, man. Oh. Now, I, I will say. So you just I, got off a plane? Yeah, yeah just ahead. got off a plane. I mean, yeah. And I just, it's, it's, quite, a, it's, it's quite a learning experience when you, when you can't cash in a winning ticket on the WNBA All-Star game, you know? A couple of my buddies, they, they cashed Tough. some tickets on some NBA Summer League games. They took, they took some undies in those games, and they did okay. I can't believe there are lines on those games in an NBA Summer League game. I mean, there's lines on everything because we are everyone in this society is a degenerate <laughs> at heart. Everybody. I would never bet on that. What's the line on that uh, Summer League game? Warriors-Hornets Summer League is the overs 179. Come on, man. Under. Also saw Brandon Miller walking out of the pool. Said, what's up, Brandon Miller? He didn't he didn't respond to me. So my buddy yelled Brandon. He looked. It was Brandon Miller. Those are, I mean, I'm just giving you the highlights. Were of the you weekend. hoping he would know who you were? Yeah. He's like, Oh yeah, Louisville Regional. We lost San Diego State. You were doing Creighton Radio. Yeah, I knew that was you. I was like, Thank you. Thank you, Brandon Miller. What, Brandon, you didn't hear me? You didn't hear me shout about you see, how they need to slow it down a little bit? You, you see when uh, I got knocked over in the Elite Eight, water went all over me. Didn't Yeah, I'm that guy. A rope from San Diego State dove over the scores table. I got knocked over. Yep, I know. I get it all the time. You want a photo? Okay, all right. You want to put it on? Okay, okay. You want an autograph as well? Okay. Kind of what I was expecting. You haven't heard, Brandon, how great I am at announcing games and predicting the future and analyzing games in progress? His third five points bank three-pointer. Ball stripped away. Farabello's got it. And slow it up. Six minutes to go. Jays by 15. Long pass into the front court. R2 wants a three. Boom! 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 Uh, slow it up has I was in Colorado for a week on vacation, so have posted some pictures. Sorry about that. A lot of deer and up in that thing, boy. A lot of deer and a lot of. <laughs> a lot of dear old CU. 
Oh, oh yeah. We need to talk about campus. that, you little. But uh, slow it up has become uh, very popular amongst uh, family and friends. It, up there. it there's no question. I get, that would probably be the number one thing I hear from from Shikinik listeners when I'm out and about in the world is slow it up. Yep. How was your trip? Uh, it was good. Great week long trip. It was fine trip. that you posted it. I'm fine with you. you. I mean, you're an alum, yada, 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 but it makes me sick. Talk to Mac Chick. Find out if he's a Nebraska fan or a turd. Talk to the girls in the lunchroom to see if he's a good kid or a turd. I, we weren't even going to go up to Boulder, and then on, I think it was Thursday or Friday, I'm like, I'm just going to send a note to uh, Dave Platty and just see if we just get on the field. I just want to get on the field and show the kids Boulder because it's totally like they're – they were so far gone for Nebraska, and I just need to pull them back and pull the reins in just a little bit. Okay. And uh, a lot of red in the house with, like, some black and gold. I mean, I'm the okay. dad, right? Right. And then, uh, you know, a few emails later, we're on the field, getting a little mini tour, going by Rick George's office. I poke my head in, say hello. Oh, wow. It's great. I like, how you, I like how you phrased now, Dion it. Dion like, was not there. Dion I was going to ask, not, are you sure he, he was not there? Or there, was it like... I was told hey, he was in Texas. Hey, Dion, there's a, there's a Matt Schick Hughes. Like, who? No, I'm not here. 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 Tell him I'm not here. Tell, tell, tell him I'm in Texas. Turd. Go talk to Dion and see if he's in the stadium or in Texas. Talk to the girls in the lunchroom to see if he's a good kid or a turd. I like how you he phrased post it. a few days later, good to be back. So okay. Well, I bet, you know, he's probably checking that. You know, he was like, I got to cover all my bases. That's right. Make sure Matt Schick knows that I, I actually was gone. I told people I was gone, gone so I'm just going to say I was gone. It's good to be back. Turd. It could be back from the grocery store. It could be back from another state. It's vague enough to cover a lot of different things here. Mainly to get Matt Chick off my case. I like how you phrased it. You were like, just wanted a little something. You know, just like go on the field, catch a 40-yard post, uh, get a full helmet and a tour, and dumped Gatorade on me, hit the showers, and, you know, just a bit, just, just in and out. Who do so you we think we were talking you about are? last week. Who do you want on your live show? You know, Ed Foley be fine. You know, Matt Rule, whatever you got. Like, this is... You just set the bar low. Hey, just can you someone open the gates so we can get on the field and take a picture? They had had a Grateful Dead or Dead and Company concert. Yeah. Dave Matthews had shown up a few days prior. That field was not torn up, but they didn't want us on the field. So that's why we were on the side because they were still repairing the field there a little bit. So, a lot uh, of grass on that so field? Yeah, they just real grass. Real grass? On that field, real grass. Okay, all right, yeah. Fun fact: I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure Barrett Rude and Jake Muehlheisen were at the Grateful Dead there. So just, just so you know, if you at, fe- Folsom? If, at Folsom, if you felt some like, if all of a sudden you got like a little like, you know, a little feeling in your, you know, your the hair stood up in the back of your neck, and like I feel, uh, I feel like Barrett and Jake were here. You would be right. Jake's at the concert. Jake's like, yeah, and uh, just to update you, they played Good Times and then Trucking and then Deal and then Me and My Uncle and then Dear Mr. Fantasy and then Hey Jude and they did, and then, you know, just run it down. And then Dave Matthews came on and then he started playing uh, recently and Warehouse and all these other Nebraska things. has a team 9 of 14 shooting 64%. Minnesota on the flip side 5 of 12 for 42%. They have four turnovers in this game for Nebraska. Done a good job. <laughs> Given, given the set list to Barrett, who's there, like Barrett's like, yeah, I, I heard all that too. <laughs> I heard it. I know it. I was listening to all of it, dude. 
And then Jake, after that concert, it's like, you want to go see fish? Like, oh, I'll, I'll go see fish. Oh, I'll, I'll lick a fish. <laughs> that, that's, An old soundbite oh, from Barrett Root. That is a classic. I'll lick a fish. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll lick a fish. Oh, that is Thank you, Barrett. so good. Um, I mean, what else so is yeah, on your Colorado mind? Trip, yeah. okay, Colorado so trip went well. All right. uh, you're just back. I'm leaving later today. I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff in Bristol this week. Here's my Monday schedule. Monday morning, Sirius XM, okay. three-hour Big Ten radio show. Then I will uh, go to the studios to host College Football Live on Monday for an hour, SEC Media Days. I'm there all week for that. And then that show ends at 4 Eastern. At 5 Eastern, by that time, I will be in another building on campus to start calling the first of four games on the ESPN networks for a basketball, AAU basketball tournament in Vegas, which will feature one Kion Anthony and Bryce James, Carmelo and LeBron's sons, will be calling those games. I'll be there till the wee hours of the morning. So we have a few. Monday's a busy day. Related story. We're recording this now. Flight coming up in two hours. Can you have... Paul from the Beanery, like, ship you some cut. Co- like, Paul, we need you to send coffee to Bristol. Can you get in your coffee truck? By the time Paul hears this, he can get in his truck and he can drive to Bristol and get you some coffee, okay? Because you need to keep the whole room crunk. Wow. Did you just go Charles Jackson, former Nebraska defensive back? I did. Speaking of recruiting, we were asking Charles Jackson. I don't know what year this was. But when you announce, you know, when you announce the, you told your the coach that you were committing, you know, it, he got like he got the whole room crunk, yeah, you know. <laughs> so good. Said us laughing in the background. Yeah, you know. Of course. Yeah, you know. I think that's a Sasha laugh at the end. Let's pause that up here. <laughs> yeah, that's got Sasha written all over it. Yep. We don't even need to see us out of that yep. thing. <laughs> no, no, we, you know it's a Shane laugh. Poll. Was that Sasha's laugh? That's on the poll. <laughs> you know it's. You always hear a Shane laugh. It's like. Like mini machine gun fire that's actually a BB gun. Thanks. Wow. Turd. You got it. That's exciting. So we'll be. We'll be there through uh, Thursday, also doing the Friday show, but they said, uh, hey, if you want to come back for Friday. So I'm going to be gone. Like, from Thursday, I got the call Thursday, and they said, hey, we need you up there. So you're just starting. I'm like, well, i got to prep for these games. So right. Just conference calls while you're packing and then doing this show. There's right. just a lot going on. My pet's heads are falling off. Right. SEC, that's a good problem to have. I mean, wow. It's good SEC Media Days, College Football Live, Sirius XM, calling these games like, you're doing it, dog. You are straight up doing it. It's going to be a long day because I'm going to be calling these games. Them UV rays, they ain't playing these days. <laughs> By the way, it was 112 degrees in Vegas, so them, them UV rays, they ain't want playing these days. <laughs> we were talking to uh, the coach of one of these teams just moments before we came on, Paul B. and Cardi and I were doing the conference call, and they were talking about uh, Derek Queen, who's going to be a college star for probably a year, and then he'll go to the NBA. But he plays for Montverde. He's playing AAU, and they've helped him lose weight. And uh, 
he runs 12 miles a week on top of the training that he does or uh, on the hardwood stuff. And Paul Biancardi had a good line because they're out in Vegas. He goes, are you having him run in Vegas? Like, no, no, no. He'd be down from like 240 to 120. <laughs> like, is that sun? And people are outside in it. What's crazier than that heat and those temperatures? People willingly being outside. Of that. It's a dry heat. Yeah, it'll melt your face up. Let's, dry heat, whatever. 112 is 112 any way you want to slice that thing. But, yeah. No, I was one of those idiots walking around on the strip just dying. With, well, you got to go somewhere. You got to do I mean, something. You got to Yes, some. you have to do that a little bit. But why were you out there, by the way? Just for fun. I honestly Jeez, was hoping we could you. do the do Victor Rimbley kids? thing. I mean, do you have any kids? I mean, you just no. you just get to take these trips. <laughs> I asked them if they wanted to come, and they said no. By the way, I'm always just like, as I like, <laughs> who are these people that have like their little kids in a stroller at like 11:30 at night in Las Vegas? Like, what's I know, I'm. I don't want to cast stones from my parent corner here. Throw them. Throw them. What's going on Throw there? Em. Just what? What's going on there? My guess is, uh, one. Well, there's a few options. One, uh, bad parents who let the kids dictate their own sleep schedule. Two, we're not going to be prisoner to their sleep schedule. We're on vacation. Deal with it, kid. I think there's a little bit of that. We're not going back to the hotel at 7.30, Vegas, right. you know, the nightlife. That's where we are. Yes. We need people to hand us pamphlets Yes, on the strip. <laughs> Is that the worst thing ever? And three, maybe they came from Hawaii, and it's four or three hours earlier, right? You don't know. Or or they oh. or they just lo- they bet the, the under in the WNBA All-Star game, and they're punishing themselves. As a family, you got to punish yourself. <laughs> We're taking the kids out on a stroller walk on the, the strip at 11.30 at night. same thing when you see Disney at Disney World, bike around 9, 10 o'clock, park's about to close, kids in strollers, they've been there all day. It's like, you know what? This costs us a fortune. You kids are staying up morning till night. We're, getting, right. we're maxing out here. Oh, Deal you, with it. You, you want to you go to Disney World? Well, have fun. 14 straight hours. Okay. <laughs> what we're doing. You want some mac and cheese? Good. Here's the all-you-can-eat buffet. Shove it down your gullet. Do it. Okay? Finish it. All right? So true. We we went to Colorado. I was waking up at 5 a.m. Mountain Time for the first three days, and then eventually I was waking up at 6 a.m. by the time we left. The kids eventually caught on, and they were waking up at 9 Mountain Time. Oh, boy. They've been waking up here for the last three days at around 10 to 11 o'clock. They're up till midnight. Right. Like it's no good. How it's much? No good. How good do you feel? Like the it's been a while, but when I would do the few times I would do studio for Fox in L.A. and you're like it'd be a Saturday slate, and call would be at like six a.m. or seven a.m. and ever all the all the normal L.A. people would walk in dragon. And I walked in chipper, feeling great because my body clock's on Central Time. Like when you can wake up at five and like, ah, I feel great. Like that's a great feeling, even though you know it's not real. You're like, look at me, I'm a model of just a go getter. I am a go getter. I'm up at five. You know me. When people are like jogging at five a.m., like that, probably hopped off a plane, right? Just to make yourself feel better. Your body clock on what? What's your body clock? And he didn't know that I'm now. I'm driving around in the neighborhood in the morning. I see someone running. Like, ah, when'd you get in from Europe? <laughs> Seriously. I try to, yeah. It's got to be people that are just 
not from around here. Just stepped a off a plane, taking advantage of it, trying to feel great. All right, quick time out to tell you about Peerless Energy Systems. And here's the thing, Chick. You may hear the name Peerless, and you may go, okay, I've, when you hear Peerless, what do you think of? What's the first thing you think of? The first thing I think of is former Buffalo Bills wide receiver Peerless Price, Boom. who was one of the better receivers we have had. I think it goes Andre Reid, <laughs> James Lofton, Peerless, Peerless Price. Price okay? baby. That's who I think about. Well, here's the thing. How about this little anecdote? The owner of Peerless Energy Systems, Ed McMorrow, was watching the 1998 Orange Bowl, Nebraska, Tennessee. And before right. he was a Buffalo Bill, Peerless Price was a Tennessee volunteer. That's Peerless correct. Price was interviewed on the sidelines, was asked what his name meant. And he said it means, quote, without equal. That motto stuck with Ed, and when the company was launched in 1999, just one year later, he wanted to create a company that was without equal in the industry. So, boom, Peerless Energy Systems was born. That's really, really cool. That's, uh, that's, that's awesome. Peerless Energy Systems, established back in 1999. They are the Solaire Authorized Distributor for Nebraska and Iowa. Solaire is the leading American manufacturer of air compressors. They're located in Michigan City, Indiana, Chicagoland. They go to market via local distributors and make some of the best air compressors and ancillary compressed air equipment in the industry. So Peerless Energy Systems, their core values, reliable, dedicated, and responsible. Let me tell you something. One of the men responsible for and involved in Peerless Energy Systems, our buddy Josh. That's so right. we would say, Josh, remember, he and his son quoted the show at the Bar Mitzvah. He was at the live show. We always say, support those who support us. Josh is supporting the show. He's been an avid listener for years, he and his family. So support Peerless Energy Systems. Josh, I would say Peerless has the core values. I would say Josh has those too. He's reliable, he's dedicated, and he's responsive to the Schick and Dick show. But with, with Peerless... Here's what you get with those three core values. They're locally owned and operated. They have certified compressed air auditors on staff. They have a large local dedicated rental department and 24-hour emergency response for service parts and rental equipment. It's what you get with Peerless Energy Systems. Target markets include manufacturing market, food processing, utilities, transportation, refineries, and even light industrial like body shops, car dealers, automotive, countertop makers, etc. So, Peerless Energy Systems, for more information, Go to peerlessenergy.com. Support those who support us. Peerless Energy, proud sponsor of the Chicken Nick Show. Uh, got this from Chris P. Chicken. That's his name. Nice. I think that's his fake name. He said, uh, this starts with a classic drop, and then, no, it's not A.J. Hawk. It's Pat McAfee. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. This is from the uh, Accenture Tahoe Celebrity PGA. A.J. Hawk is on the team. Have you ever seen A.J. Hawk in person here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, his chest, his, his girth around the upper midsection. Actually, that's Pat McAfee. <laughs> that's Pat McAfee. They had the, the width, the, the massive width. chest and back. Just look at the width. The massive chest and back. Physically, he's more impressive than I thought he would be. There's Dominican Sue. Just look at the width. Yeah. <laughs> the massive chest and back is just... Physically, he's even more impressive than I thought he would be. <laughs> and then finally got this from LSU Rob. 
Says my six-year-old had her first listening experience today as I caught up on the last six episodes. She kept laughing, but probably because of Nick's scream. She did well, but had no idea I was going to yell at the end. Let's listen to LSU Rob. What did Daddy say when we pulled up to the drive-thru? He said, no nuggets, fella. So instead you're eating what? Hot dog. And nothing goes better with Fairberry than a blizzard from Dairy Queen. Hey, hey, <laughs> shut your mouth when you're chewing. <laughs> hey, 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 shut your mouth. He's trying to... Loop in uh, you telling a kid, we've changed the way that people right. and parents communicate with their children. I'd have to imagine yeah. if there were that that little girl's heart rate spiked momentarily. Like, whoa, am I in trouble? Hey, 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 you shut your mouth when you're eating a hot dog and chewing. She thought she was in trouble. Then she ended up being okay. Hey, hey, you shut your mouth <laughs> Come on. when you're chewing. All right. Very good. Uh, I think that's it. That's all she wrote. I'm going to hop on a plane. We had a good uh, conversation about a lot of things. Yeah. And, uh, again, that live show coming your way August 21st, right? That's that, that Monday. You better believe that. We'll have more details as they come available. Tyler, you going to be there? I'm not happy about that. Shit, yeah, Nick. Yeah. Shit, yeah, Nick. Yeah. Shit, yeah, Nick show. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Yes. Pat Fitzgerald is our guest, head coach of the Northwestern Wildcats. Is it more difficult to follow up a big win than a tough loss? Wow, you're pretty good at asking questions, aren't you? <laughs> nice. <laughs> a Huda Media Production.